Hello everyone and welcome back to Live Truth. We are still continuing our faith and feeling series. I'm so sorry for being MIA, but sometimes it's something that must just take priority and this season it was my schoolwork. Um, but I'm so glad to be back on Live Truth again. And um, for the last episode, I had my really, really cool friend Natalie just speaking about hoping beyond hopelessness. And now I have my sister with me and mm-hmm. you um, she's played such a big role in my life in terms of living truth. So hello, Naomi, can you just introduce yourself to people and yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. So to introduce myself, um, it did catch me off guard. I am Naomi. I live in beautiful Cape Town for the past two years. I am married to an amazing husband and I am super loved by my father, my heavenly dad. And I have the privilege of serving students um, at Karis Bible College and Andrew Womack Ministries. And um, that's really been a privilege to be a part of what God's doing um, in lots of people's lives. Um, And that's a bit about me. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, she's got a whole husband. Do you hear? She's like, I love my husband. I do love him. I love him a lot. <laughs> um, and obviously, every time I have someone on my podcast, I always ask him, ask them this question: What does it mean to you to live truth? So, Naomi, could you tell us what does it mean to you to live truth? To live truth, I really, I realize that it goes really in sync with um, what has been the theme of my life. I think for the past two years. And living truth, for me, um, I think looks more like the daily decision of living in agreement with my father, um, with his word, with what he says about who I am, and choosing to be that daughter of agreement, um, realizing that, you know, sometimes we think we have to, um, we have to learn to be believers, but believers simply believe. So I don't know if that makes sense, but to just realize, hey, I, who Naomi really is, is a daughter of agreement and choosing Mm. to, to, to live in that true identity, living as a believer and doing what believers do, which is believe. Yeah, that's really amazing. And, and it just sounds so freeing. I think we can sometimes put so much pressure on ourselves to try to be the person that the Lord has called us to be. Um, But I just love in your answer where you just showing that there's just such an invitation to actually just step into it um, mm. instead of trying to figure out the way to get there, but to realize that the Lord has already made a way for us to just step into what he's mm. already done for us. Um, and that's so cool that you be, that that's what it means for you to live truth. Um, but I just want you to just share a little bit of how did you get to that place? Um, obviously I've grew up with you. I got to see your life from a very close, I mm. guess, front yeah, front row seat, and I've seen like I can like be like I can kind of tell like oh yeah, maybe we started following Jesus around this time I think you know but I I don't even think I have the full story but I don't know if you can share with your listeners and even myself um just a little bit about what your faith journey has been like um and about just maybe even some crucial moments where you really encountered the Lord. Hmm. Sure. I and I'm sure you can remember that it was when I was in high school. I think mm. I we both grew up with an awareness of God, an awareness of 
um, the importance of being in a, in a relationship with God. But I think mm. for me, it became personal probably when I was 14, 15 years old. And it was actually through uh, worship music, through mm. Jesus culture, that my mm. our <laughs> brother introduced <laughs> me to. And I remember because I would serve um, on the church's worship team more out of obligation. Mm. Um, but I remember seeing Kim Walker specifically and realizing, oh my goodness, she's singing. She's not just singing because she has to sing. She's actually singing to a person. And yeah. I think through that, it really, I believe my whole journey since then has been having God introduce who he really is to me through his word Aww. and uh, obviously through experiences and through um, him just surprising me. But that started mm. my faith, I think really then when I was 15. Uh, but if yeah. I look back, I think my whole journey has been one of understanding the nature of God, understanding that he's absolutely good, that he mm. is um and that journey hasn't ended. It feels like it's it's starting afresh every day almost. But more or less, uh -huh. I would say it's just been a journey of understanding the heart of God. Mm. Yeah. Sure. That's really amazing. And I even love how you even just said that it was the Lord introducing himself to you. Mm -hmm. um, like to really just show like how the, it's actually God who draws near to us first before we even choose to draw near to him. Mm -hmm. Um um, realizing that like sometimes we may feel like we have to climb up a mountain in order to reach God, but to realize that like he's already come down to meet us. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's so amazing. And um, even like, uh, like I think something that I've been reflecting on is just that like sometimes in our faith journey where we try to make it steps or to get to a certain place or to understand certain things, there's going to be a time when eventually you're going to like, I think it'll be very easy to miss the point of what it means to be following Jesus, which is to have a relationship with him because to keep on going for years and years, it has to be about actually like being in love with Jesus, having a relationship with him, going beyond just learning things or just trying to climb up a certain mountain. Yeah. Um, it's true. And a, a relationship, if you think about it, doesn't have a destination. Sure. No relationship has a destination. And mm. in our relationship um, with the Father, there is no destination. It's, there is literally no, if, if you're getting bored, then you must know you, you might not be <laughs> um, <laughs> looking at the right thing um, or, yeah. or almost having the right perspective because no relationship has a destination and wow. especially in our relationship with him. Sure. That's really, really, really amazing. Um, and it's so cool to look at that as the life of knowing that we can live life being in relationship with Jesus. Um, but then also on this side of this, I guess on this side of eternity, I can say there's so many other things that we deal with in life, um, mm -hmm. whether it be the challenges that we may experience in the workplace or school or even relational um hurdles that we may experience um do you find yourself in those situations do you lean towards like the spectrum of focusing on emotions too much or um 
or do you naturally just find yourself on the other side of ignoring them? Because I feel like that sometimes in our faith, there can be mm-hmm. people who will tell you to lean closer into your emotions to try to figure out what's wrong and then to relate that to God. Or there's some people mm-hmm. who will want to put a plaster on the emotion instead and to be like, this is what the truth of what God says. So like, mm-hmm. which do you naturally um, lean on towards? I It's interesting because I think the last two... Uh, three years I would say it's almost difficult for me to pinpoint but I am coming from the place of uh, where I almost ignored my feelings in the name of faith Mm. and um, so that was where I was beforehand um, where I just sort of ignored them suppressed them and then when you can't suppress them anymore have meltdowns and because of that my relationship with God was very much of a roller coaster mm. uh, because of almost not uh, allowing him to reveal to me what was the purpose of my emotions and wow. almost using those as tools, I can say, mm-hmm. not tools, well, oranges were tools, as indicators um, for my own heart and how I'm busy processing wherever I am in life. So I would say I, I think I definitely come from a place of where I ignored them and suppressed mm. them. Um, but now the last two to three years, it would be a little bit more difficult to pinpoint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. That's really cool. And it's, it's amazing just to see growth as well. And for you to honor that, like to be like, this is where I was and this is where I'm going and I'm growing. Mm. So I think that's really cool also to see. Um, and how did you get to a place where you could deal with your emotions in a, in a healthy manner Um, because you say that you did struggle with that before and now I think just like in your growth journey like what does that look like for you um, in terms of dealing with emotions yeah it's so funny that you're asking Sifa because I'm just thinking about how you would say I'm an intense care bear (laughs) I think that definitely showed that I had little to no like (laughs) emotional empathy with people <laughs> but but sometimes it was actually good like I think that there's also a strength in that like because I'm sorry I'm actually cutting you off mm-hmm. um, but, but I remember like for me I was more on the side of really like my emotions were facts you know mm. and I would like see like this is how I'm feeling therefore this is truth and I think mm. I needed someone in my life who would help me realize like hey let's move away from this side um and move towards the truth so i think it's also cool just to see that like even in our weird personalities that the lord also uses them for other people so i'm <laughs> glad it's... That you're a good intense care <laughs> that's good no it is it's now i've really have become quite passionate about um almost finding the balance of it and what I like to almost present to people is when you're driving your car and the petrol light comes on do you cast the demon out of your car yeah do you say you're like I don't know how to even put it like there's nothing necessarily wrong with your car it's just an indicator that something's low and so I've really started to um, understand that our emotions are, I can, I'm almost going to get these two uh, incorrect, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. like thermometers. 
So they mm. will indicate to you what you're setting your mind on. So Romans 8 verse 6 says, for the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset mm. on the spirit is life and peace. And wow. so it's almost that scripture for me has helped to realize if I'm experiencing life and peace, it's revealing to me what I'm setting my mind on. I'm setting my mm. mind on things of the spirit, on the word of God. But at the moment I'm experiencing death in any form. So it's not just death of dying, but anxiety, fear, worry, um, depression, all of those things are in a sense, the fruit um, of death. And right. so when I'm experiencing those things, it's revealing to me what I'm setting my mind on. So when you start to realize it's like an indicator, like your petrol light in your car, instead of now condemning yourself for feeling a certain way, um, mm -hmm. or I don't know, wanting to do something super spiritual, you can yeah. just recognize this is just an indicator. It's just indicating to me that my mind is being set on the wrong thing. Like in the yeah. Amplified Classic, I think it says, for the mindset on the flesh is sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit. So the moment I'm experiencing any sort of death in my um, emotions, I realize I'm, I've been not spending time in, in God's mind and the mind of mm -hmm. Christ that I have, but I've been spending time in my own mind. I've been yeah. spending time in sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. And then mm -hmm. you start to realize every negative emotion is actually an opportunity for me to sit with um, my father and to, yeah. to help, to invite him into that area and to be like, help me to set my mind on you so mm -hmm. that I can experience life in peace. So I know that I said a lot there, but that's, um, it's really been something that has been a, a tool and realizing yeah. sorry, that instead of being, uh, we allow our emotions to be our thermostat. Mm. We allow it to set the tone Yeah, where it shouldn't be setting the tone. It should be just revealing what you've been setting your mind on. Yeah. Sure. That's really amazing. And I can definitely, definitely resonate with that. Um, because I think, like, yeah, I think to not look at our feelings as bad things as well, but to really, like, I think there's sometimes, there's a moment where we just need to just be curious, I think, sometimes with what's actually going on inside. And in a way of, like, as you said, like, to not just to judge something or to be like, okay, this is what's happening. I'm going to put this whole plaster and therefore I'm going to walk in the truth. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I, like, what I, I had, like, a weird experience today um, where I think I was feeling very, very down. I didn't understand why. And it was just weird because I was at an event and I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, something's not feeling right. And there was so many different emotions and, like, so many thoughts that were coming my way where it was like, okay, why am I feeling this way? What did I do wrong? Is God upset with me? And like all of these liars that were coming against me saying that like, no, God's anger at me. Therefore, I feel like this. Or just like you can let things, it just keeps on getting, I think you can find yourself getting into like a rabbit hole when you can go like that. And I literally, I remember driving back and I was just sitting in the car silently and I really just um, allowed the Lord into that space. I was like, okay, God, what's going on? And to invite him to just help me to actually process it and that actually brought so much peace in mm. my heart and it was just so cool just to kind of acknowledge okay I'm not feeling okay mm. um I can actually come to God with this thing and mm. God is gentle he is compassionate and he's going to be with me instead of trying to um in my own strength 
um, mm, make myself mm. feel better instead of hearing like, okay, what what is it that the Lord wants to do in this moment? Okay. Um, which was so cool as well. And just seeing like what the root of the issue was. Because um, I think that's something that only also the Lord can actually show us sometimes is um, the, the root of the issue. Sometimes we actually don't even know the root of our own mm. issues that we may experience. That's so true. And it's really, I, I love that you mentioning that um, practicality because I think there's also a difference between um, what is the truth about you and what yeah. is your experience so and in a sense feeling so what is awesome is that real life will reveal real growth to you it mm. will reveal what you are believing but it will not necessarily reveal what is true about you and yeah. so I think even before you want to um work on your emotions it's so important to understand in a sense who you really are yeah um, in a sense spirit soul and body mm-hmm. so who i really am and uh i and how who god is is spirit so he relates yeah. to me based on who i am in the spirit and mm-hmm. there's in the word it says that you need to um put to death the works of the flesh by the spirit so now wow. when i that when I'm experiencing emotions that are not in line with God, that's in my soul. But when I know mm-hmm. who I really am, I'm empowered to actually look at things that are maybe messy, uncomfortable, yeah. dirty. And because I know that I'm seeing this in me, but mm-hmm. I know that this is not me, I'm empowered to actually work on it. So even before, you know, asking God like what's going on here he he reveals to us who we are because yeah. that allows us to to confront the things that are not necessarily so nice to look at in our lives sure that's so cool and I think that once we actually even understand our identity in Christ it actually empowers us to actually go to those hard messy places mm-hmm. um, because I think a lot of the times um, the reasons why we don't want to go to those places is just maybe because of shame um, or guilt and all of these things but like once we know that there's such a freedom um, in Christ that we have like knowing that he's already made us um, in right standing with him we can go back to those places and mm-hmm. even look at it like not like we can just like look at it and to kind of, and I, I can't even, uh, so I'm trying to think of what word I'm trying to look for, but we can look at those situations without shame or without fear of um, just of our, our fear of our past condemnation. Mm. Yeah. Of condemnation. Exactly. Um, which I think is so freeing as well. Um, when you look at it like that. Um, yeah. And I have another question. I think you did already touch on this already, um, mm-hmm. but for you, like as you've just been navigating life and your relationship with God, um, what do you think, like if you could clearly like say, like what are the roles of emotions in terms of navigating life and in terms of relating to God as well? I think it would be in a sense um, a bit of what I mentioned with it reveals what, you know, God doesn't want us to live or I can actually say we live from our heart. We live from what we believe is true. Um, yeah. Not what we know in our head is true. So mm. what I love about um, God blessing us in a sense with our emotions is they will indicate to me how much of the truth 
I am really believing because yeah. truly, truly believe I will experience mm. as I think in my heart, so will I be. And so I really believe that in a sense, you need to know, you need to be convicted of the fact that what God's word says about me and my situations and my circumstances are true. Mm. But seeing is revealing what I'm really believing. Yo, that's yeah. rhyming words together. <laughs> what, <Preach> I'm, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm really seeing in my life will reveal what I truly believe about myself yeah. and my situation. So I think yeah, I, I really believe when you start to read scriptures like rejoice um, when you go through um, a tribulation or a difficult time, it's because situations and life will squeeze you to see yeah. what's inside of you. And so mm. what, a difficult situation comes across my path, which this year, and I think for a lot of people that might be listening, that's what it's done. It's squeezed you. And maybe yeah. you've seen something inside of you that you don't like, that mm. you're even proud of. But again, like what I said, when you understand and what you said, your identity you can actually look at these things and be like, wow, all of these things are just indicating to me that in my relationship with God, I need to allow him, his word to, to change the way I think in this area, wow. allow his word to change sure. my perspective um, in this area. And then you start to actually celebrate when things come up in your relationships, when things come up. Yeah. Um, during your day because it's actually just indicating areas where God is wanting to allow his spirit to lead you into an understanding of the truth. Sure. That's so amazing. And it sounds, I think it sounds so amazing, but I feel like um, actually doing it may not feel mm. so amazing sometimes. Mm. Um, and it's something that I was even reflecting on um, today, which is actually crazy. I just so, you know, like when you just have those random thoughts, so you think that you're they're your own thoughts, but then now I can see, I'm like, ah, oh, it was the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, but I even realized that um, when you do life in isolation, and like, let's say if you do life by yourself, it can sound much easier because it's like, it's my rules, my way. And mm -hmm. it's cool, me, it's me and God in our little bubble. And then now when other, when you have to open up to other people, it's like they're pressing on those areas where you're like, ah, that you didn't actually know you had an issue with, or you didn't know that you believed something about yourself that yeah. um, isn't true or something that you believed about God. And like now yeah. all of those things by relating to them and now dealing with other people, it's starting to reveal what's actually inside. And I thought it was just so amazing that God would do that. Like how the importance of community, like how God was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to put you guys all together so that you guys can become more like me because you guys need to see actually sometimes what's actually going on, but not yeah. in a, yeah, like just to reveal to us exactly like what's going on in our hearts as indicators um, yeah. to draw us closer to him. That's good. And even in relationships, realizing, you know, again, I don't know why I'm in car analogies, but with blind spots, when you look in your blind spot of the car when you're driving and you see that there was a car there that you didn't see before, you don't get angry at that blind spot. You actually thank that blind spot because it saved your life. Yeah. And in relationships, you get to see blind spots and mm. you see the mercy of God to have people in your life that will see things that you don't see because you don't know what they're saving you from of what mm. you're about to be in. And so 
That's true. It's not always easy and it's not comfortable, but it's worth it. Yeah, it really is. And I think it's like, I just, I think the more and more I've grown, like, I think I lean more also on the side of like, I enjoy, I think I'm just blessed with my personality. I thank you, Jesus, for my personality and just the person that I am. And I enjoy being myself. Um, And I think that I've, I don't know, I think the Lord has blessed me to really just to enjoy life and to enjoy experiences and to enjoy people. Um, So I enjoy feeling good always. But I think that um, because of that, sometimes when even something small, like irritates me, it feels like it feels very big. And I feel like I've experienced more and more of those things. And God is like, don't run away from those things, like lean in and go through it. Um, mm. Because it's through that, that you're actually going to get that actual true joy, not just my own type of on the surface joy, which I have to admit sometimes is on the surface instead of a deep joy from God. Um, That's good. Yeah, but yeah, but it's always, yeah, I think it's just like for the joy set before us that we can actually endure through certain things and through certain um, struggles, even in relationships or just in situations that happen in our life. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even with that for you, um, what truth um, from the word keeps you going when life brings those obstacles or hurdles your way? Sure. I definitely would say John 15 verse 9. Mm. Uh, I think like you were saying, when you, the joy set before you, that keeps you going. Yeah. When you know, okay, well, I need to quote that scripture, but it says, uh, as the father loved me, I also have you abide in my love and um just the past two years that has been a lifeline for me um to realize that the same way that the father loves jesus jesus loves me and then abide in my love in the passion translation is let let my love continually nourish your hearts and i think when I see things in my life or when obstacles come and they reveal things in my heart, I need to let his love nourish my areas. Mm. And abide is not necessary. It is to stay, but yeah. be almost more um, to be present to love. Wow. Present to not how much I am, but be present to the fact of how much he loves me. Sure. To keep that as always set before me. So that's literally been my my lifeline the past two years. Sure, that's so amazing. Um, and it reminds me of a conversation I was having with someone, and they were just asking me. You know, a lot of people say the joy of the Lord is my strength, and we're just talking about like what that scripture means and yeah, what well, it... going with that. Mm, I'm really saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think for me, you can also comment maybe your thoughts on the scripture. Um, but I think for me, I was talking about how it's the joy that the Lord has for us that is actually our mm-hmm. strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me of that song by Laura Hackerpark. I can't remember which song it is. I don't know if it's yeah. But she says, um, "When you know your father is smiling at you, you can face the world." And it's just really like it's that's the only thing that keeps us going. That we may not feel 
um, so joyful. We may not feel like amazing or anything, but if I know that God is so pleased with me, that he loves me, like that's actually <laughs> the thing that can keep us going. Um, so I definitely resonate with that as well because it's, yeah, it's never changing. <laughs> yeah. When you know your father. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it, girl. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so, so true. Um, but yeah, I thank you so much, Naomi, for being on Live Truth and for um, just sharing your heart with people, um, with random people on the internet that you may not know. Um, it's been such a privilege to have you in my life. And I think, I think I've think i seen in multiple episodes of Live Truth, I've been mm-hmm. like, yeah, when my sister Naomi said this, when my sister Naomi did that, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners know the impact that you've had in my life. And I think they're probably really excited to actually now hear from that person who's helped me so much in living truth. And um, for you to be an example in my life, to see what it looks like to actually um, live a life with Jesus. So thank you for that. Thank you. And thank you for being an example to me. Too. Ah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Live Truth. I hope you've been enjoying the Faith and Feeling series. It's been making such a huge impact in my life, and I'm just so glad that God inspired me to do it. Um, But it's slowly coming to an end. Um, But thank you to everyone who's been um, with me on this journey so far. And yeah, hope you're getting ready for the next episode, the very last episode of the year. Um, Yeah, and until then, think truth, speak truth, and live truth.